Welcome to episode four of So What Lights You Up. I am Victoria. Hi, I'm Amy Lee. And we have a special holiday episode today that we've been talking about for a while. So I'm so excited to finally sit down and record. The season has been wild and exhausting. A little chaotic. (laughs) It has been so fun, busy, fulfilling, draining physically a bit. But Mm -hmm. I have missed... Our podcast, and I'm so excited to be back. Yes, absolutely. All right, I'm gonna kick it off first with what's lighting me up. What's lighting you up, V? I want to hear it, girl. Okay, so I love, I love a changing of a season. I love kind of a shake up in your everyday routine. Keeps everything fresh. So. I'm always a New Year's person. I'm, I don't like to go out on New Year's Eve. That's a lot. But, mm-mm, but mm-mm. just the energy In bed of, by 10, baby. Yes. The energy of closing out 2022. You're good about this too. Reflecting oh, yeah. on how much you accomplished this year. This year has been huge for me. I mean, we um, at my uh, store, Amore, we had a huge kind of come to Jesus year in that we had all this e-commerce growth during 2020 and 2021 and then we had to get really serious about if we really want to continue on that growth trajectory we had to do the unglamorous grunt work of setting up an online warehouse, processing systems. And I know that has been so much work because I've seen it. I've heard the phone calls. I have had the text of this and that happen. So I I know y'all girlfriend has been hustling behind the scenes. And it's, I mean, it's been amazing, but we have such an awesome team. So I love to look back at where we started this year to where we are now. And then on my personal life, I love to do that too. But I also love the energy of the unknown. What's coming? What is? What are going to be like the key moments and kind of welcoming the unknown? But I feel like a lot of times we say that and it's rose-tinted glasses and then the first hiccup of the year comes and you're like, oh, it's too hard, it's too much. Welcoming the unknown, the good, the bad, the ugly. Setting your intention to go with where it's going to take you. I like to think about what I'm taking from 2022 and what I'm leaving mm-hmm. and being intentional about that. So, yeah, that lights me up. I love I love having these conversations with people too. Like the year in yeah. wrap ups, like what it, what was your favorite thing this year? Like what are you most looking forward to? Both of us yep. love to go deep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's like a natural segue to like, it's not us just like popping in on like a March 3rd day to be like, so tell, right. tell me about what your aspirations are. It just feeds into a more, a deeper kind of energy. I Absolutely agree. And I think it would be really fun for us to do a new year episode because I have also been doing light research on how people go about kind of welcoming the new year from that perspective of closing the old year, setting goals or intentions for the new year and what that looks like. And I think that could be really fun for us to go a little deeper on that. But I'm with you. I I'm still kind of in the let's get through Christmas mode, but I love a fresh start. Yes, I love that. Okay, you're up. Yay! Okay, so what is lighting me up is kind of twofold. The first is, if you know me well, you know that I have a serious 
connection with angels and it is something that came out of you know time during covid where i really got connected with angels and i'm gonna do we're gonna do an episode where we go deeper on angels and i can answer questions and kind of share my learnings but angels and spirit guides past loved ones are always sending us signs and it's up to us to notice the signs the universe and god the holy spirit is constantly putting signs in our path for us to notice and take a moment to reflect on what that means for us and i have a good example of this in my life this past week so at dear georgie the shop and brand that i co-own we sponsored an angel tree through the salvation army and we also were a drop-off location in mount pleasant so anyone that picked up an angel tag throughout charleston could drop off their huge bag of gifts at our Mount Pleasant shop during the month. And it has been really fulfilling, but also very busy. We have had this sweet man named Mr. Bobo would come twice a day for the past two weeks. He's a veteran, about 70, super sweet. Just like love seeing him every day. I would give him a little candy cane or a chocolate kiss. Earlier this week, it was the final day. So he came to pick up the last two bags. And dear Georgie, we raised money to also just give the Salvation Army so they could fulfill, you know, where there's like holes or gaps in the gift bags. So I was about to write the check when he walked in the door and I tapped my phone to see what time it was. And it was 1111, which to me, I believe those are direct angel numbers, but any sort of number synchronicity. So it could be like 808 or, you know, 656. I see it most of the time on my phone, but you might see it on a license plate or, you know, somewhere else, maybe on a receipt. But I would say don't sleep on the numbers because that is an easy way for angels and spirit guides and past loved ones to get a hold of you and just say, hey, like, this is good. This is a good moment. You're doing what you need to be doing. They're giving you a sign. And I just, I have chills right now because I knew it. You know, when you get a feeling and I was just like, thank you. It was really special. So I handed him um, a nice check that, you know, the money we raised in the final two bags and we closed that project. And that's an example of it seems really small and you could just blow past something like that. But if you can, in the front of your mind, try to always be looking for signs like that. It will enrich your life so much. Absolutely. (laughs) A story that I have about numerology that also ties into the Mm. holidays. So thanks for feeding me Mm -hmm. into that. But my spirit number is 46. That is my lucky number. That's my spirit number. Because when I was in, I think it was third grade, our class had made this class gingerbread house. And like this thing was epic. So right before school got out for the holidays. uh, Brave teacher, by the way. uh, Brave teacher because she was like, it's not going to my house. So at the end of, right before we got out for school break, she's like, all right, we're going to pick a number between one and a hundred for who gets to go home with this gingerbread house. Now though, that I'm thinking about this as a mom, I would be like, are you kidding me? This this is like a Barbie dream home, sticky mess. And I always reflect back on this story because I truly, it's my earliest memory of having an intuitive voice. It was like something... I just heard the number's 46. It wasn't it wasn't a guess. And I was like, oh, the number's 46. The number was 46. And I was, you know, elated. It's like winning the lottery of third grade. So 46 has, has been with you since it you were in third grade. with me. And now 
I I see the number all the time because I, I do think that's a law of attraction. Mm-hmm. And it makes me smile every time. I'll pick up the other day. I was at a store and there was a matches set and it was like a little, um, kind of looked like a tarot card, but it was a lottery mm-hmm. card and it said 46. So I'm like, I'm going to grab it. Just like little things like that. Question, so when you do see the number 46, does it make you crave like a gingerbread cookie now? You know? <laughs> do you have that connection to it? I think it was definitely not edible. Yeah. Like I think yeah, there was yeah, Elmer's yeah. glue point. going Good on. Good point. So luckily, no, my body didn't condition. Like, <laughs> You're not conditioned like a to like want gingerbread cookies <laughs> yes. at that time. I love that. I'm always looking for, we could call it like a serotonin boost throughout Absolutely. the day. We all need those little hits of sunshine mm-hmm. and especially when you're the busiest and things are the most chaotic that that my story of you know writing the check and seeing the time on my phone and handing it to Mr. Bobo that was a very busy moment in my day I had two of our employees in the shop with me that I was training and we were talking and looking for inventory we had a customer walk in and then also I feel like my phone was ringing you know there is a ton of stuff but that just zapped me mm-hmm. right back in. I was grounded again in that moment. I had so much gratitude. And um, I, it just lit me up. Yes. And it reminded me. I, I What I heard when I saw 1111 was a thank you mm-hmm. to uh, you know me and my, and my business partners for putting this project together and yeah. supporting the Angel Tree program in the Salvation Army. Yeah. And that's all I needed. Yeah. It was it was great. Yeah. So I, I hope that, that such a good reminder. Everyone can kind of try to pick that up yes. and get a little sign hit throughout the day. And if you do, please DM or share it with us because like your sign hit is also gonna like yes, light me up, I you know? know. This episode we are gonna talk about how the Bible reminds us to keep it weird. Even though modern religion would maybe try to make it not weird. Yes. It's weird and it's woo and it's beautiful and it's magical and we we're going to get into it. So we've kind of put together a couple of big bullet points that have stuck out for us on especially regarding Christmas. So, yeah. Let let's hear your thoughts on how how we're kind of keeping the woo in religion. Yes. I mean, I think, you know, what I kind of wanted to speak about too is coming from the lens of the Jesus birth story about really if you dive into it how much uh, like there is kind of that woo-woo mystery in the story that if people wouldn't have followed you know their intuition their astrology um you know we wouldn't have this There's a perfect plan in place, Mm -hmm. and everyone had to play their roles. Yeah. And like you said, follow what they believe to be true. Yes. Based on what they knew around them. Yeah. And, And a huge part of that is nature that the creator gave us to guide us. Mm hmm. And astrology plays a big part in that. Yeah. And unfortunately, the Catholic Church, which being a Catholic, practicing, I feel like I'm okay. I, you know, I'm in the group, so I, yeah, I can talk clearly about it. <laughs> but there was a huge campaign by Catholicism mm-hmm. to eradicate astrology, and that's why even now astrology cannot 
you know, it, it's called entertainment, even though it is mm-hmm. so real, so accurate. Mm-hmm. If the moon controls the ocean, you're going to tell me that the stars do not have any, and the planets do not have any effect on us. Right, we're 70% water, so if it can move tides. And metals and minerals yeah. that are the same in the planets yeah. above us. So anyway, continue. I, I love where this is going. Yes, so I think the first, you know, I was kind of breaking it down from, like, timeline of, you know, before Jesus was born. So the angel Gabriel came to Mary and Elizabeth, her cousin, sister. Sister, cousin. Sister. Yeah, because John the Baptist was Jesus's cousin. Spitting facts, girl. Uh, I, I didn't go to Bible Back to school for 12 years for nothing. <laughs> and so the angel came to them and told them that, you know, Elizabeth would carry John the Baptist and that Mary would have Correct. Jesus. Now, if we, like, zoom into 2022 with this story, if they did not trust their intuition and know this to be true from, they had to believe, okay, that was an angel of God. But I think nowadays, we do try to give our power away. We try to say, okay, this happened. Is it weird? Do you think it's weird? If you think it's weird, then it didn't happen. You know, like, I don't want to really double down on my own intuition because that's scary. And mm-hmm. I think that's the important thing, number one, that we get from this story is they had to believe it, you know? And then they had to be their own support systems, what they were going through together. Mm -hmm. So I just think such an easy, beautiful reminder of there's no, like, linear path, and God's going to put things, you know, that are going to be curveballs, and it's up to you to know in your intuition whether you trust yourself that this is, okay, this isn't my ego. This isn't my lack mentality. This this is truly something that I feel like is outside, you know, in a higher realm that is guiding me here. Okay, question for you. Okay, tell me. How, I think this all sounds wonderful. Playing, playing devil's advocate <laughs> oh, here. Dun, dun, dun. How, how in our modern life and world do we tap into listening to our intuition? So I think it comes like everything right it's a practice and I don't think we're gonna you know there are people that have like near-death experiences and they're overnight they trust it and I don't want to say like they're lucky well yeah yeah yeah, I think they are like you know (laughs) if you escape death actually that might be the definition of lucky but yes I, I would agree and there's something about that we talked about recently is the purpose and way in which prayer and meditation can both really help you with your intuition. Absolutely. I mean, I think this is something I'll kind of segue into what I was going to say a bullet point of Jesus's life was, is that he spent so much time by himself in silence and uh, Michael and I love the show. I'm going to do another feel-good show plug right now mm-hmm. called The Chosen. And it is the story of Jesus' life, but really focusing on them as humans. And them as, like, the disciples, like, the story of the disciples, of him, his mother, Mary, um, Mary Magdalene. And it just reminds you 
that they were humans and such a huge theme in Jesus's time with his disciples. And they'd be like, they talk about it so much on the show. They're like, where's Jesus? Like, And they're like, he's praying in the garden. They're like, it's been days. And yes, I think for him to connect so deeply with that God intuition that he had, you got to get really, really silent. So it's like, um, I heard And some- that's hard. It's Getting so really hard. silent is hard, and it can be scary to mm-hmm. sit alone with yourself. You might not want to be alone with your thoughts, mm-hmm. or we're always looking for external validation, like you mentioned, or an external, um, almost like a way mm-hmm. to take our mind off of what's truly happening in our lives. Yeah. But when I get into that mindset where I don't necessarily want to go deep with myself and for someone who loves to go deep I I feel that way all the time I'm just too too. tired but I want to zoom I want to fast forward right I I realize that it's okay they're not my thoughts it's so much responsibility to put on yourself absolutely just sit alone and see what happens maybe nothing happens but you might just get random words that come to mind or uh you know, some sort of, I don't like vision, but almost like something playing a picture or video uh-huh. playing in your mind. And that's where the magic in your life happens. And that's, I think the importance of sitting quietly, you know, like the quote that we both love of the difference between prayer mm-hmm. and meditation of prayer is the ask and meditation is the listening mm-hmm. and the you, receiving. Yeah. yeah, the receiving. Thank you. And you, you, of course you can have one without the other but to tap into that intuition and to follow Mary and Elizabeth as role models and guides in our lives which I I love Mary I have a mm-hmm. deep relationship with Mary and the amazing miracles that she's worked throughout time is get getting alone with yourself and taking time and it doesn't have to be a ton of time but it's okay to feel uncomfortable and not want to do it start out really small mm-hmm. and recognize that you are not alone the responsibility is not all on you this is you just opening your door and saying yeah. god energy source light whatever come in and give me what i need yes and i think too that there's no way to do it wrong that's huge there's no way to do it wrong that's huge because I've heard friends say how do you pray like what do you say when you pray Mm -hmm. and it and it varies every time you could be someone who you love to say the Lord's Prayer or you could be someone Mm -hmm. who like is just truly praying throughout the day and it's just small asks Mm -hmm. or you might just sit quietly and that's your prayer yeah I think you know we want to have that outside validation and I think once you get into it and you get those first few hits of internal validation Mm -hmm. then you'll know I mean it's just something you got to have faith in yourself a little bit I think that's always one of my favorite Jesus parables you gotta have faith yeah (laughs) is you have to have faith like a mustard seed that's something I always was like what does that mean I contemplated a lot you just have to believe in yourself a tiny you know you have to have enough faith like okay I feel this outside pull to the Jesus to this spiritual realm a little bit you can have your questions you can I mean I have so many questions right and I have so many things that I'm like Meh, really do yeah. we have to have it this way and I'll get into one in particular yeah. if you just try though if you just 
have a little lean in a tiny bit I think you'll see that it just grows into I agree so much bigger this is the nudge you know for you to try it Mm -hmm. tap into that intuition if you're taking you know one thing away from the Christmas story that's woo it could be saying yes to your intuition and to messages that you can get directly from God yes I think just practicing, I would say, in like kind of to close up this conversation of it, I mean, you know, all these great creators and artists or anything, we see their final works, right? So Picasso didn't start by doing his most famous works. Mm-hmm. You practice. In the middle is sometimes the hardest part. Oh my gosh, yes. The middle is like, you're, you're like, what the hell is this? this yeah, is, and then you're like, I want to go back. Shit, I'm, I'm, yeah, like, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not who I want to be yet, but I can't go back. And So you just have to literally start somewhere. Life's supposed to be a journey. You know, I always say the myth of the finish line is probably our, the greatest detriment. That's a good reminder because I yeah. always... Even, let's put this in, like, very human, matter-of-fact terms. I think of that with my house. Like, I just cleaned this place. Yep, and you're going to clean it again. I know people can relate to that. And again. And it's nonstop. And again. And again. And that's okay. That's the journey. That's the whole point. So, yeah. Trust in that intuition. Okay, so, I want to ask you, what are your favorite tools to think outside of the box in your spiritual practice when you're not having that time where you're like okay I'm just meditating what are some tools that you pull out to help you get into a more spiritual mindset or things that you find enjoyable that we label woo woo okay well I feel like I have a lot of those okay um one one thing that I have come to know and understand especially this past year as I've learned more about um, different modalities and different ways in which we can enrich our wellness and our overall spiritual life is that so much of the Christian story and Christianity and a lot of aspects of religion in a church are also directly tied to quote woo things. Origins. Origins. So I'm going to give a quick example of holy water mm. because that is something, you know, baptized in holy water, John the Baptist. Water is such a huge theme. Obviously, water is so life-giving. In the Catholic Church, on certain Sundays, water is sprinkled onto our head. When we walk into the church, we you know do the sign of the cross with holy water. I have holy water from different holy sites around the world mm-hmm. that... Y'all, I sprinkle them in my black eyed peas on New Year's Day. Oh, I, I am love not that. scared to use holy water. Funny story, Danny's um, grandma, grandma Gwen would take holy water to the slot machines in Jersey City or in Atlantic City and sprinkle it on the slot machines. And one year she made so much money she had to pay taxes on it. So anyway, that's, <laughs> that's a, a fun that's an amazing visual. I know, way. I know. That's a funny side story, but so there's this doctor, his name is Masuru Emoto. I'm sure I'm saying that wrong, but he did an, this incredible story 
on water and words and how our words and intentions can affect water in a positive or negative way and he studied the water molecules and what they actually looked like under a crazy microscope and when that. you look at his work and you see how a water from a polluted river you can actually change the way it looks under a microscope by uh, breathing gratitude into it with words or even a note on top of it or daily talking to the water and you see how it changes it makes you realize how holy water is created yeah and anyone can make holy water i make moon water monthly and that's holy water too and i'm getting the energy so of the moon into it when yeah. there's a full moon so there's so many similarities it's just we're caught up and the wording and how they are it's all marketing right and that's my background that's what I do but it truly is all marketing how you mm -hmm. position it to people mm -hmm. so I think um there's just so much woo in religion but when it's a priest in a gown in a formal church ceremony sprinkling water on your head versus me in my backyard making moon water and putting intention into the water with my children it feels different, but it's the same thing. It's just the words are a little different. Mm -hmm. Again, with these visuals you're painting, they are. It's yeah, I really, I know I'm <laughs> I such a detailed it. person. I, I want everyone it. to yeah. like play the movie oh, real in yeah. their mind. And um, not to lose the plot here, but that's just an example. One out of so many incense mm -hmm. that are burned during church. Yeah. Well, we also look at a lot of times if you need to clear energy out of a room, I, I've, this is something that I've picked up in the past year is using incense or burning sage mm -hmm. to clear stagnant energy. And mm -hmm. I believe energy leaves a footprint, so to speak. That's why everyone yeah. has felt this way. You walk into a, a building or you walk into a park or wherever, good energy, bad energy. You Absolutely. know you feel it. You might not say it, but people that are buying homes, a lot of times they want to go in there and kind of feel it out for themselves. Absolutely. So, um, you know, burning the sage can really clear the, the air, mm -hmm. so to speak, and that is something that I have picked up. And it also is a – it's using your senses to tap into your subconscious mind to say that this is something that we are letting go of. Mm -hmm. And that's also used in religion. Yeah. But a way that I kind of use different things, here's a quick list, alone time. Mm -hmm. But I love habit stacking. So let's say alone time in the infrared sauna. To me, it is sacred. It's as sacred as some people would feel about going to church on Sunday because I am, my body feels really good. I'm sitting still for a full hour and I'm going through either like a, a visual meditation or I'm journaling and journaling is another thing that I really feel like you can kind of tap back into your intuition at any point there's so many yeah but I really I really wanted to make that connection for people who might be struggling with either religion or the Christmas story mm -hmm. or on the alternative side they are interested in um exploring different Explore, modalities yes yeah. but they're scared because they're not sure how it ties into their faith-based life we hear that belief so system much. and i get it because i've been there too yeah but think of this 
God created everything. Mm -hmm. And yes, there are things that I'm not as interested in or just feels wrong to me. Mm -hmm. And that is where I believe you stop. If it feels wrong to you, then stop. Yeah. Um, But anything that is rooted in life and is moving you towards love and becoming Mm -hmm. more of a whole person, and that's physically and emotionally, Mm -hmm. I say do it. Let let us know about it, and I can definitely connect it to religion for you. Absolutely. I mean, I think, too, another another Jesus quote here is, I mean, he, when they asked, when people asked him who he was, he just says, I am. I am. I mean, we saw that, heard that in the Old Testament, I am who I am. Mm-hmm. How did we lose that message and get so obsessed with labels? We love to label things as bad or good or different or it's a this. human brain i think, I think yes it goes it's, back to, it's, it's safe yeah it's a survival tactic right but also you know you have to dig in deep to be like okay well why do why do i think astrology is bad is it because of someone else's opinion or is it because something you know genuinely inside me i just obviously i'm a lover of exploring i love exploring all different modalities. I was downloading something yesterday. And I'm like, oh, Lord, I'm in a rabbit hole called the Sphinx Code because Genozo <laughs> talked about it. And I was like, oh, but then I don't beat myself. I was like, I love it. I love learning about the different ways that we can connect deeper to ourselves, deeper to each other, validate our, you know, intuition. I think obviously one of my love languages is human design and I always go to bad work because I'm like it moves it has made me a more empathetic person because I'm like oh people don't have these skills that I do what a blessing I have these skills what a blessing they have these skills and it helps me with my intuition because I've it, it's validated just kind of those weird things mm-hmm. in my subconscious. And I'm like, oh, that wasn't random. So if you think it's like 100% smoke and mirrors, great. I take no offense because I think anything, even if it's a placebo effect, if it moves you into deeper empathy, deeper love, and more kindness to yourself, is a win. I'll take it. I mean, agree. there's no wrong way to get there totally agree okay you mentioned astrology we know the the star in the christmas story yes and the wise men following the star to jesus Mm -hmm. the savior is born it you know the star on top of the christmas tree yeah let's go into astrology real quick okay because as i mentioned like astrology has really gotten a bad rap and it was a campaign by the Catholic Church because... What was it? I'm just I kidding. know. I'm just I kidding. know. And hey, it's so true. I wrestle with it myself. Yeah. I know I've talked so much about Catholicism, but that's just because that is, you know, the base of my education mm-hmm. and the foundation of my religious knowledge is yes. based in that. But I do know um, astrology is so important, so important that it plays a huge role in mm-hmm. the Christmas story. And it plays a role in both of our lives. And I, you are so knowledgeable, Victoria, in astrology. I am less into the details of it and more yeah. just like, this is so cool. I like the science of it. Yeah, the science is very cool. Yeah. Um, so with that said, mm-hmm. let's share a couple of the ways in which we like to study or use astrology in our lives. 
Um, I'll go first. I have one podcast that I don't listen to weekly, um, but I love it. And my favorite way to listen to it, it's called Astrology Hub. Mm-hmm. And you can, you know, just listen to it on the podcast app. It's very insightful, but I like to go on an early morning walk, depending on the time of year. It's probably about like, you know, 545, 6 a.m. And on a clear morning when the there's a ton of stars, you could do it at night, whatever. But listening to astrology podcast, walking under the stars, to me is just so calming, mm-hmm. relaxing, fulfilling. It also... It's kind of primal. It is. And and. And I feel like it's kind of giving a little bit of a cheat sheet for understanding, oh, that's why, you know, something's in retrograde this week or Mm -hmm. this planet is moving into, yeah, it kind of clicks and it's like, okay, I'm not going to blame everything on it, but it definitely, anything that can give you a fuller view of the world. And also to me, learning more about astrology is one way in which I can show gratitude to the creator. Because yes. I'm like, this is complicated. so awe and wonder yes. complicated. I think that the astrology hub, they call it like their weekly weather forecast. And I think yeah. they sum it up perfectly. They're like, this is like you checking the weather. Do you have to change your life because rain is coming? No, that might not affect your life at all. It's just giving you insight into what these astrologers are seeing is coming up. And then you choose what you want to do with it. It isn't predicting the future. It isn't telling you you're going to have a bad week. Mm-hmm. Nope. It's just saying this is your wet. That's how I like to explain it. I'm like, it's a weather report. You watch it and you know what? Sometimes they, they say huge hurricanes coming because the odds are in the favor of things in the, these planetary alignments in the past have led to big world events. And then it could be nothing. We just had this recently. I feel like um, a lot of astrologers I was listening to were saying, you know, there was that eclipse on election day on mm-hmm. November 8th. And they were like, it is coming like it's going down and it didn't you know right and so no there's just that alignment had come through in history to lead to big things but nothing happened oh well it's like when a when a hurricane fizzles out we had the predictors ahead of time they did it's not like oh astrology is now no longer relevant because this didn't work Mm -hmm. no it's predictions based on star and planetary alignments Completely. Cut me off my rabbit hole. No, Astrology Hub is one. The Astro Twins, they have a great um, Instagram account. Yeah, they're so cute. Uh, Forever Conscious. Mm -hmm, That's one of mine. And Spirit Sister. Yeah. Those are all four. There's another one that's a little less... It's less astrology, but I still love it. It's called Moon Moon Omens. Omens. I knew you were going to... Moon Omens is just... uh, it's a good hit of serotonin if you're looking for one. So we will also link those. But if you're interested and if you've been someone that's kind of like, oh, I don't know how astrology lines up with my belief system. These are great places if, if you're interested and want yep. to learn more. I always love Try to get on. like detailed mm-hmm. in what we talk about. All right. All right. I think we did it. I'm so thankful for you this Christmas season and for What Lights You Up Pod. And um, I hope you have a very Merry Christmas. Yes. I know. We'll see y'all in 2023. And we are coming back with a good New Year episode. We're going to talk about angels soon. We're going to all the things. All the things. Go to our Instagram. Let us know what you want to hear about. Awesome. We love you guys.